Now, the majority of narcissists don't apologize. They just don't. It's like, why would I apologize for something if I didn't do anything wrong? Like, that's the whole idea is the narcissist doesn't want to feel wrong, right? Like, that's underlying. We've talked about this in so many videos, but I need you to understand an apology without changed behavior is manipulation. You see, when I went to therapy, I started off in EMDR therapy. I did six months in EMDR therapy. There was different things that we cleared. There's different things from past, from high school, from, from previous girlfriends, different things that we cleared that was helpful. Like I think if I didn't clear some of those things, my journey would have been a lot longer just because I didn't know of different things. But it also helped me believe a little bit, just a little bit into therapy at that point because EMDR was kind of like sketchy. Like I didn't do the eye movement part. I was using like the, the vibrating like hand paddles or whatever they're called. And like finally after like the third, fourth session, like there was finally this kind of breakthrough. And I was like, oh, like this might work. Like therapy might not be like insane. And so I'm going through EMDR. And then after EMDR, I went to regular therapy, uh, like talk therapy, like cognitive behavioral stuff like that. And as I'm going through the therapy process, there's also this piece of like, it's not really taking, like it's not really showing up. It's not really feeling how I wanted to feel because it wasn't changing my mindset at that point towards my wife. There's things that I was doing where I was just showing up on a day-to-day -day basis in a way that was just like, I guess I have to. There's times that I kind of drag myself home being like, well, this is the right thing to do. So I guess this is what I have to do. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. There's sometimes pieces of, like, moral obligation. There's sometimes pieces of, like, duty of, like, I guess this is just my direction who I'm supposed to be in one sense. And it got to be this place early on that the apologies that I had, I would say them, but they weren't really heartfelt. And the reason why they weren't very heartfelt was demonstrated by my lack of willingness to actually execute on the apology. So I'd have an apology, but then there wouldn't be this massive change in my behavior. There wouldn't be a, an actual transformation from the inside out. Instead, it was just a nice gloss over apology that didn't really do much and still left us wanting. And so it didn't really change anything. And we kind of stayed stuck in the same spiral over and over. Apology, frustration, rage. Apology, frustration, rage. Apology, frustration, rage. Over and over and over again. My wife recently showed me, and I'm going to bring it for content sometime, but I don't have it right now. My wife recently showed me uh, about a nine-page letter that I wrote her one of the first times that she left. She left for like two weeks one time. Just trying to get away, just trying to clear her head, use it as like, hey, I'm going to go visit family. Like it, it was an easy excuse for everybody in one sense. And inside the letter, there's a bunch of quote unquote apologies. There's a bunch of places where I'm saying like, hey, I'm sorry. Like, hey, this is what happened. This is the reason why this happened. And as she reads it today, she's been like, I don't even know how I accepted this back then. She's like, because you're apologizing, but also blaming me at the same time. Like, like you're saying the right things, but then making sure that I know that it's my fault at the same time. And this is what you'll see a toxic person do over and over. Like try to be able to use an apology as a manipulative tool to be able to get you back 
to be able to interact with you a certain way, to be able to get the relationship back onto status quo levels so that he doesn't have to be concerned about you making him look bad by leaving him. This is a piece of what was going on. Part of the letter was a Hoover. Part of the letter was my attempt to reconnect, to establish, hey, we should still be together. And you should also know that the reason I treated you this way wasn't my fault. Do you see how toxic this is? Have any of you had this happen before? Maybe you've gotten your own nine-page letter. Maybe you've gotten your own handwritten apology or your own aspect of where he's trying to interact with you and you're like, I don't really want this. But it seems like he's actually genuine this time. This is one of the hardest things that we'll see inside of the healing space when I'm working with clients is working with them and having them understand the toxicity and they see it. They start to understand the things that are going on. And then halfway through, the narcissist will reach out and he'll be like, I'm sorry, I'm a changed person. And they're like, yeah, maybe, maybe this is, maybe this is the one, maybe I should stop doing the work and you know, maybe I should give it a, a chance now. It's tough because I just want to like grab them and be like, no, don't do it. So many times people that stop doing the daily work to grow and change themselves fall back into the same spiral because they don't see it anymore. They're not surrounding themselves with truth. And as a result, apologies that become manipulations are just other lies that they start to believe and swallow and admit to. The projection that he's put on them, the projection of the image that the Marxist mask that he puts on, of how he's changing his personality, all these different things happen, and it makes them doubt themselves, thinking, maybe I should let him back in. And I'm like, no, don't do it. Some listen, and some is too late. But you need to understand a narcissist is going to apologize. Maybe not now, maybe he hasn't ever. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But oftentimes in the relationship, there will be a pivotal moment where he'll have to apologize, not because he's wrong. He doesn't think he is. Not because he actually cares. He doesn't care about you. But I'll have to apologize because he realizes all the other tactics, all the other things that he's been doing over the past two, four, 20 years are kind of panning out. Like they're not working anymore. You're starting to catch on to his manipulative aspect. You're starting to understand the nuances of how he's treating you, of how he's interacting with you, of how he's sliding these passive-aggressive comments in to slowly erode your self-esteem, your confidence, how he's slowly taking away you of being the person that you're actually called to be. And this slip down the slippery slope doesn't happen overnight. It's a progression over a period of time. And until you get to a place of awakening, like until you get to a place where you actually see and understand the abuse that's going on, you will typically fall prey to his manipulation. You have to remember the narcissist, quote unquote, changes at the end. He's only doing this because all of the other tactics leading up to this no longer work. We see this all the time. We start working with clients and they start to heal. They start to grow. They start to develop. They start to stand up for themselves. And then the narcissist magically changes. And they're like, oh my gosh, it might be because of the work I'm doing. I'm like, it's not. 
He's changing because you're no longer manipulatable. And he's realizing, wait a second, all this stuff that I used to do doesn't work anymore. What do I do now? Maybe we should go back to the beginning and actually give her everything that she wanted to get her back and then stop doing it. Narcissists won't continue this quote-unquote change for a long period of time, especially when it is for you. That's the thing that you have to understand. You can't change the narcissist, and even if you could, it wouldn't last forever because it'd be you imposing your reality onto him. Like, you need to understand, the narcissist will not change for you. And if he does, it will be short-lived. Why? Because if he's modifying himself for another person, as soon as that image of you comes together, disappears, disintegrates, falls out of love, his drive does too. If the reason why he's supposedly changing or supposedly doing the work is you, understand probably won't last. Because anytime you base all of your drive and ideas and thoughts and feelings off of it being for another person, it won't last. You've seen it happen countless times. Hundreds and thousands of clients that we've worked with, we've seen different instances of this over and over and over again. An apology without change behavior is manipulation. This is my wife. This is why my wife left. Not just for the two weeks, but later for almost like five months. And she left, took her daughter, went out of state simply because of the fact that there was no true change. There's no development inside of me. There's no outpouring of how the therapy was working. I was just processing. I was processing a lot of internal stuff, but it wasn't manifesting in an external way. It wasn't showing her that I was actually committed. It wasn't showing and demonstrating that I actually cared. Instead, it was just same thing, different mask, the same thing, behavioral modification, same thing, these slight changes over and over and over again. How many of you right now are waiting for your narcissist to change? Please stop. You're not going to help you grow. You're not going to help your development. You're not going to find healing because you're waiting for this person to finally wake up and heal. The problem is you can't do it and the problem is you can't force it and the problem is you can't even be the person to help him heal because you're the person that he's abused. It doesn't work that way. You're just setting yourself up in a more vulnerable state for him to be able to manipulate you more and more with more lies of like, oh, please help me. Please don't leave me now. I'm finally doing the work. Now you want to leave me? Leave. Because if he's not willing to do the work on his own, he'll never do the work with you. He might pretend. He might give an image. He might put on a big show. But he has to be willing to actually pick up and do the work himself. Become a man on his own. Show up for himself regardless if you're there or not question is, is he willing to actually do that? If you're struggling with this today and you need help, please reach out. Go to rawmotivations.com slash breakthrough. You can hear a short presentation I put together of how I work with clients, how I help you actually break free. There's an opportunity for you to put it together, questionnaire, just so like I understand where you're coming from 
and if you're a good fit for some of the healing that we work through. Not everybody's a good fit. Some people are not ready to heal. Some people say they want it, but they actually aren't willing to put in the work. Healing takes work. It's not easy. If you put in the work on a consistent basis, you can be healed. The question is, what are you going to do? Reach out today. Go to rawmotivations.com slash breakthrough.